Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about what happens when businesses shrink. The latest earnings season for retail has brought some more bad news. But let's be clear, retail isn't dead. It just has way too much friction, and that's why it's shrinking. There's the perception that the lowest prices can be found online. Certainly a perception that I have, and many of my friends as well. This past week, I was in France buying a new mattress for my sailboat. I wanted a firm foam mattress with a pillow top that I could custom cut to fit the specific shape of the cabin on my boat. The lowest prices were clearly online, but there was no way to know if the mattress would be comfortable for myself and my wife simply by staring at the screen. It doesn't matter how many reviews there are saying how great the mattress is. If it's comfortable for you, it doesn't mean it'll be good for me. In the end, we found three different stores and a market vendor that were fairly close to each other. My wife and I comparison shopped the old-fashioned way by trying out each bed. The mattresses varied widely from 300 euros all the way up to 2,000 euros. In the end, we chose a mattress that had been discounted from 500 euros to 300 euros. It was as comfortable as the one at 750 and as comfortable as the one at 1500. Given the harsh saltwater marine environment, we decided to go with the less expensive one, thinking that if we spend no more than three months on board each year, we may have to replace it anyway because of the salt and moisture. We won't feel bad about replacing a 300 euro mattress versus a 1500 euro mattress. This was good old-fashioned comparison shopping. The mattress we purchased was actually competitively priced with the best that Amazon had to offer. But frankly, we were surprised. There are so many other examples of products that we bought where it was much, much cheaper to buy online. We needed a power inverter to convert from 12-volt battery power to household voltage for our kitchen appliances. We chose one with good reviews, and the price was right. Same for the kitchen blender. These prices were definitely better online than anything in a store. A few mouse clicks, and the products were delivered directly to the boat. I, as an average consumer, believe there are some things that you simply cannot buy online. I have not got my mind around buying shoes online. I find only a small percentage of shoes fit my feet. I need to try them on. Shipping shoes back to the retailer that don't fit is almost more work than going to the shoe store. But if there's a specific pair of shoes that I already own and I'm looking to buy an exact replacement, then I would definitely consider buying that shoe online. Or if there's an article of clothing, like a white dress shirt, here too, I would buy that online. If I can save an hour of my time by ordering online, the savings are significant because my time is worth a lot, to me anyways. So what does this have to do with real estate? If bricks and mortar stores are facing declining sales, all retail commercial real estate will suffer, not just the ones that are landlords to Sears or JCPenney. This past week, the shares of Gap, Abercrombie and Fitch, and JDOT Hill were absolutely hammered. The shares at Gap fell 9% on Friday. Shares at PVH, which owns Calvin Klein and Tommy Hilfiger, fell 10% in one day. Abercrombie and Fitch was off 26% last Wednesday alone and J.Jill fell 53% in a single day last week. What do all these retailers have in common? They rely primarily on shopping malls for the majority of their sales. Now, last year, it looked like retailers were poised to rebound, but it turns out that in 2018, many retailers' numbers improved due to better inventory management. That change was short-lived, and so far, sales in North America have been slow as cooler than seasonal weather has kept shoppers at home this spring. And here's the problem. Businesses either grow or they shrink. If they can't move their inventory, 
they resort to selling at a discount to move the inventory. And when they do that, it hammers their margins. You can't wait another 15 years for that color to come back in style. The product has a shelf life, and it's about 16 weeks in the case of fashion clothing. Once a store closes in a mall, I'm not seeing legions of new businesses looking to open up in the mall at 65 bucks a square foot, just waiting for a vacancy to open up. Sometimes, you might even see a store downsize their footprint in the mall simply to get more efficient use of their floor space. When there's excess inventory in the retail market, prices drop. And when there's excess inventory in real estate, prices also drop. You don't need much vacancy to cause a precipitous drop in rents. Rents will drop to the point where any rent is better than no rent. We've seen mall after mall close down. So what will cause people to get up off their sofa, get in their car, and drive to the mall? You have to be looking to buy something that is not easily purchased online. And at a certain point, when enough of the friction is removed from the online purchasing experience, the online purchase will win each and every time. As you think about that, you may consider buying a distressed retail asset, but only if you consider using it for some other highest and best use. Have an awesome rest of your day. Make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.